0: Hi guys, this is Arnold, your host, and welcome to my podcast. Uh, this is my second podcast in my series uh, where I speak about different things, you know, and basically just my musings. So today i I attended a fellowship. And uh, in there, someone was speaking about uh, Jeremiah chapter 29. Um, as you know, there's a verse in the Bible, uh, which is uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. It's quite a very popular verse, uh, which goes, I alone know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to bring about disaster plans to bring about a future full of hope. So many times we always just speak that verse and uh, we don't really understand the context with which it's, it was spoken or with which um, Jeremiah wrote that. So today I managed to, to just learn a bit more about that chapter. And I'll just be sharing with you some of the things that I learned. And hopefully they can be an eye-opener and, you know, bless you the same way I was blessed. So I'll just read through um, from about chapter 4, what this book is about, the book of Jeremiah. Basically, the Israelites um, at this time or at this moment in time, had been captured uh, by Babylonia, which was a very powerful kingdom at that time, and that had a ruler called King Nebuchadnezzar. So the Israelites were taken into exile and were no longer living in Israel, but you know, are now living in Babylonia under uh, King Nebuchadnezzar. So this was a time of, of of when many lost their way because um, it had been quite a time, you know, of living under captivity, and uh, they, they j- j- you could just equate it to a time when you are lost, you know, you're you're not back home in a while and you're missing back home. So this is this this is when Jeremiah um, was 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 basically. Encouraging the Israelites and trying to make sure that they remember their ways uh, even when they are living in a foreign land. So this letter in Jeremiah 29 is basically a letter to the Jews uh, who are living in Babylonia. So he wrote it to the priests and the prophets and the leaders of all the people, you know, the ones who had been taken prisoners uh, from Jerusalem. So I'll just read from... Uh, from verse 4, and here goes verse 4. The Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those people whom he allowed Nebuchadnezzar to take away as prisoners from Jerusalem to Babylonia. So I think what, what, what caught my attention uh, on, on this verse 4 is the part that says uh, all those people whom he allowed whom the Lord Almighty allowed Nebuchadnezzar to take away as prisoners. So, it was basically, what he was saying was he did not, that this this was a situation that he allowed. This was a situation that without him approving would not happen. But basically, the Lord said that he allowed this to happen. And many times we find ourselves in situations where We are caught in a fix and we think God has abandoned us. But sometimes He puts us in situations that will build us all. He has a plan for why we are actually in that situation. So I'll just continue to read from verse 5. Here goes: Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what you grow in them. Marry and have children. Then let your children get married so that they also may have children. You must increase in numbers and not decrease. Work for the good of the cities where I have made you go as prisoners. Pray to me on their behalf because if they are prosperous, you will be prosperous. So I'll just stop there for now and, and just try and understand that first. So, he goes on to tell them that even while you're in captivity, you know, build houses, settle down, basically continue to live your lives the way that you would have lived them even when you are free, even when you are not in captivity. Basically, don't sit down and cry or cry all the tears out of your eyes because you're in this particular situation. Just move on with your life and continue to do the things that you would have done because... Even in whatever situation you are in at a particular time, God is still there with you. He's still working in you, and you can even still prosper in despite of that situation that you're in. You know, many times we find ourselves in in, in situations where we feel hopeless, where we feel there's no hope for you to get out of this situation, and this kind of is what the Israelites were in in at that time. But here. God was actually telling them to marry and have children, to build houses and settle down and, you know, work for the good of the cities where he had taken them as prisoners. So basically, he's basically saying that, you know, feel like you are working like as if you are in your own home and and pray to me on their behalf because if they are prosperous, you will be prosperous too. So sometimes we find ourselves like you know you could be in a situation where you do not agree with what's going on. Maybe you're working for a company that you don't agree with in value, but it's the situation that you're in at that time, or you are find yourself in a under a certain government or a certain under a certain ruler that you feel you do not agree with. It doesn't mean that even at that time you should turn your back away from them. No, God God is saying that we need to pray for them. We need to pray to God on their behalf. You know, because if they are prosperous, then we too shall be prosperous. Because our situation at that moment is tied to theirs. So if they go sink, if, if they sink, then we shall sink with them. So it's about making sure that whatever situation we are in, let us always remember that we are Bound at that moment to that situation, so we have to make sure that everything around us we bring light, we bring love, we bring um, all the things that will bring about hope in that situation, whether we agree with them or not. It is basically our duty as Christians to do that. So that's what I pick out from that. So I just continue with verse eight, which reads. I, the Lord, the God of Israel, warn you not to let yourselves be deceived by prophets who live among you or by any others who claim they can predict the future. Do not pay attention to their dreams. They are telling you lies in my name. I did not send them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I'll just pause there for a bit. So when I read this, um... And and just with in line with the theme that we've seen, you know, from, from the earlier verses, this this almost feels like this is a moment when you're down and you feel that if anyone comes and tells you something that you're not good enough or you're going to fail in this particular situation, you will more or less believe it because everything around you feels like you are in exile or you are in a point that you are stuck. But what this verse tells us is God is actually saying don't listen to all those who are bringing negativity into your life. If You know, God basically knows how we are as human, like he created us knowing that we have power within us, that we are good enough, that we are... We come from him. So because us coming from him, he created us knowing that we are special. So no one should come and try to tarnish your dreams because those are your dreams and, and no one else knows them like you know them. You and God know them because he created you and he put those dreams in you. So no one should just come and try and bring negativity to pull you down. You should not listen to that because that's what this verse is telling us. He's telling it continues in verse nine and saying they are telling you lies in my name, I did not send them, either Lord have spoken. So he's reaffirming that even when we are in that difficult situation, let us remember who we are in him. Let us remember that we are special and that He created us for a reason and for a purpose and that we are not here just to merely um, add numbers to the earth, but we all have a purpose. And that's what we have to remember. So I'll just continue with the verse 10 that says, "The Lord says, "When Babylonia's seventy years are over, I will show my concern for you. I will keep my promise to bring you back home. So I'll just pause there for a bit. Now when we read that, it's basically saying that in that situation that we are in that He allowed us to be in, it won't be forever. It has a time limit, and that's what um, even the Israelites were going through, that even Babylonia's exile, it will just be for 70 years, and when those 70 years are over, then he will keep his promise and bring you back home. So he'll bring you back to the place that you were meant to be at. So just always remember that any situation you're in is not a permanent one and that there is all, we should always keep that hope alive in us that even as we are going through something it's not forever it will always come to an end and when it does then the Lord will keep his promise and bring us back home and bring us back to that place where we felt safe where we felt we were prospering and now with that in mind when you continue to read uh, verse 11 that says I am I have for you the plans to bring you prosperity and not disaster, plans to bring about a future you hope for. So, just listening to that and knowing what we've just been reading from earlier verses, it just goes to show you that God actually has a plan for us. Like, even when we're going through moments when we feel we're alone, even when we're going through failures where we've tried something and we've failed. Whether we have a business and it's not going well, whether we are trying something out for the first time and it's not going well, let's always remember that God actually has a plan for us. And that plan is about bringing about prosperity. And he clearly mentions that it's not about bringing about disaster. So we should always know that he loves us enough that he's going to enable us to prosper. And that he has that plan for us. And regardless of what happens, all we have to do is just keep moving forward. Keep moving forward despite of any failure. Keep moving forward despite of any uh, doubts that you may have just keep moving forward and trusting in him because he alone knows the plans and he says he alone. It is not those people around you who are uh, speaking voices and putting different ideas into your head that you're not good enough. Not those people. He clearly mentions that he alone and the keyword is alone. So let's always just trust in him. Trust that he knows what he, what is best for us. If we have that vision, if we have that dream that we are trying to pursue, let's continue to pursue it. As long as we trust him, we shall be fine. As long as we trust him, we shall get that prosperity that he has planned for us and not the disaster. So just knowing that should give us the freedom, should give us that lift off that, that, that burden of, of, of fearing failure because he has already assured us of prosperity. He has already assured us that we shall, we shall have that prosperity, not that failure. So just keep that in mind every time you're going through a moment when you feel you're down, when you feel everything is not working out, when you feel alone, just know that God is actually working in you he's working in you he's not, he hasn't forgotten you he hasn't abandoned you he has a plan for you and with that you will go through walls knowing that you will be fine because God promised us you know and he's the same yesterday today and forever so with that in mind I hope you feel um, energized to continue on your path to stardom, to continue on your path to achieving great things. I said stardom because uh, I have have a friend who keeps mentioning that and yeah, I felt it was just appropriate for this. Um, So yeah, I, I hope you feel inspired and feel encouraged and blessed by this. Thank you. Keep listening and hope to hear hope to hope that you join me again soon bye